And so I imagine that, you know, something about the scientists, you know, sort of came out of that once you started to see things start to move, you know, you know, the scientists were born, I guess, or, or you know, I'm all I know is really just like a, a broad stroke that mm -hmm. I just know that the scientists exist. So if you could just give me like a little breakdown on on what what it was and how it happened and and its relevance, that would be awesome. Uh, you know, sure. For well, historical purposes. Yeah, for historical purposes. Uh, so what happened with the rare Pepe scientists was, um, well, there was the whole, well, basically we were all hanging out in the uh, counterparty telegram chat and uh, we were kind of making fun of Spells of Genesis a little bit, which is already a card game that existed. And from that, uh, a guy named Mike posted a, you know, rare Pepe, and he said, "Join this chat, and um, you'll get you can get one." And uh, people did, and then people, um, and then right away, I uh, I made another chat um, because of my experience in Telegram. Because a lot of people joined, and I added Mike, and I think I don't remember exactly who I added. Mike started adding a few people too, but that was you know the um, I don't remember what I called it at first. I might have called it. I might have called it. Rare Pepe Foundation right away, but I might have just called it like Dev Chat or Organization or something. But already I saw that, you know, we need to get, you know, we need to organize the community, basically. We need to get this organized. And because it was getting already real chaotic and there were only like 25 people because everybody wanted to make their own card. And I said, hey, you know, Mike, we need, let's organize this a little bit, basically. And um, so, you know, like he added Joe Looney and we had Sean, and I think those were the real original um, scientists. Uh, man, now you're putting me on the spot. I should know exactly who, who was in there. When, <laughs> but uh, those are like real early on. Uh, that's who was in that little chat. It's just a side chat mm -hmm. to the first Rare Pepe chat that was going on. And you know, I also was like, hey, I want to make a rare pepe. How do I do it? But no, when, there was no, there were no rule. There was no real rule. There was just kind of chaos at the beginning. So mm -hmm. what happened was um, on Bitcoin Talk, which is a forum, uh, Bitcoin Talk Org, used to be the main place for any kind of thing going on in crypto, actually. But that slowly faded out into... Uh, Twitter, Reddit was big. Oh, it still is big, but Reddit, Twitter, and now Telegram, um, and now you know whatever else is out there, like all kinds of stuff. So mm. back back then, it was still it was still kind of important. So in the end, you have to understand the whole <laughs> the reason the scientists are called the scientists, and the reason the whole rare Pepe thing worked is because it started in the era of the first ICO wave. So it's kind of making fun, or it is making fun of 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 altcoins, shit coins and ICOs in a in a sarcastic mm -hmm. way, the whole the whole the whole thing. 
And it's basically without saying explicitly, look, uh, these are just pictures of frogs and tokens. Um, that's what they are. And that's it. Mm -hmm. They're not yeah. uh, trying to save the, they're not like some breakthrough technology that all these I see. Because at that time, you know, there'd be new altcoin every week saying it's like, you know, oh, this is like quantum computing or this is like the next Bitcoin. You know, that was really common. Um, ICOs, you know, dental coin, all kinds of crazy shit, you know, coming out and they're raising a lot of money. So, mm -hmm. so in that, in that context, all of those projects needed to have a Bitcoin talk announcement thread. That's what you used to do. You still, it still happens, but what you would do for a fair launch, or if you were going to launch a project, you would make an announcement thread and then you would set the date for the release and then you would release mm -hmm. it because if it was a coin that was going to be mined then you would need to have a so-called fair launch meaning everybody has a chance to mine at the beginning because otherwise if insiders have the info that this thing is launched and they mine it at the very beginning then they're going to mine more and they're going to get a better chance so that's why mm -hmm. so there was a bitcoin talk thread on rare pepe mm -hmm. made and uh, right away, someone kind of tried to hijack it um, by posting a so-called fake rare. It was like, hey, I made this card. Um, this is the one you should buy. Not the one, kind of saying, like, not the one in the, in the original post. And so that, mm -hmm. and Mike was like, oh, shit, now I need to make, to stop scammers, I need, and people hijacking the thread, I need to make the Rare Pepe directory. So the rare mm. directory is where the collection is. And that's where you can find the information, um, what token belongs to what picture as a, as a kind of, as a third, as a, as an authority, as a, as a third party authority, mm -hmm. you know, this is what, yeah. this is what belongs. So, so the scientists maintain the directory. Now, what, how did the name scientists came, came out, come out? Well, there was a meme. I don't one somehow in the community there was this meme that came out of uh, these scientists in in these uh, you know in the suits you know like you have and uh, yeah. under and they had a, a a rare Pepe card and it would the rare Pepe card was under a microscope and the scientists were looking in the microscope and it was right. and it was uh, and they were checking if it's dank enough to go into the directory. And that was like the rare Pepe scientists at work. So I don't know which one came first, but that definitely cemented the name, the rare mm -hmm. Pepe scientists with really Got it. the rare Pepe scientists. People have also asked like, what is it? What do they do? What did they do? A lot of the answer is, well, they did curation. Well, yeah, that's true. But kind of it was, there was no real set job and everybody did different things. And I made the joke or, well, it was not a joke, but it started as a joke, you know, organization called Rare Pepe Foundation, because, but it was not right. a real foundation. But I actually had people come up to me in conferences and say, you know, where's the foundation registered and like all this, <laughs> but like, but, but, but again, back then there was still something called the Bitcoin Foundation. Now the Bitcoin Foundation, right. um, which I do not think still exists, um, back in the day was pretty big had big heavy hitters of the industry and it was more or less a lobby organization. 
um, to right. try to like, it also did like evangelicist stuff to spread Bitcoin, you know, went to con conferences, it lobbied, it, it, it tried to lobby government a little bit. Um, it just was kind it was more like a Bitcoin company lobby, like to lobby for the, the mm -hmm. companies were like, oh shit, we need to bound together because, and at the beginning it was really useful or from, from what I could see, because, you know, the articles that would come out were even more ridiculous. And so they kind of, right. kind of gave them someone to talk to, for example, be like, well, who do we contact? Right. There's no CEO of Bitcoin. Um, right. And um, I believe the Bitcoin Foundation funded uh, some of the development too of some of the devs back then too, but it had be, by that time it become kind of a farce of itself. People didn't respect it anymore. Um, a lot of just different different things like you know spending the money irresponsibly. You know how crypto is. You know parties sure. and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, so I was mm -hmm. like, hey, we're gonna make the Rare Pepe Foundation. Because <laughs> of course right. we need the Rare Pepe Foundation, but all that was because I got assigned. I just by defect, just by chance, because of what everyone's strengths are. I got at the beginning kind of like, okay, Theo, this person wants to do a YouTube video. You go do that. I was like, great, I'll go do that because you're good at that. You're good at talking. Mm -hmm. You can do talks. Mm -hmm. like, okay, great, I'll do talks and I'll do the YouTube videos and I'll do outreach in that sense. Joe Looney mm -hmm. is making the wallet. You know, he's good at dev more, mm -hmm. um, you know, and everybody kind of did their part. So that was part of being a scientist, basically. A lot of it was also community building, like mm -hmm. you know, being in the chat. And uh, that's how the whole auction thing started too, you know, because people in the chat were trading cards and people were selling cards and somebody just spontaneously started auctioning their card. And I said, mm. oh, okay, don't just, that's great, but chill right now. Tell me what you want to auction and I'll organize the auction tomorrow and we'll do it because I used to go to auctions, mm -hmm. but I was never, okay. never been an auctioneer before that in late right, 2016. Right. So that's, yeah. that's how I got into auctioneering myself besides yeah. going to auctions. Yes. Uh, got it. And so, yeah, that's, so that's the whole, and so the scientists became, you know, you could always, if someone complained, like, where's my, people would submit to the directory and it would take a while and be like, well, the scientists are busy at work, you know, it's, mm -hmm. and uh, so it, right. it'd be a good excuse or, or it just sounds, sounds good not to demystify, but we also were real busy, you know, there were things right. to do. Uh, there were, mm -hmm. you know, at the beginning, Mike did a lot of the curation or basically at all, or he just kind of would check with us if he thinks, hey, is that okay? And since Joe mm -hmm. was hosting the wallet and the images had to be on that, he was like, okay, I'm not gonna hope, there's a certain limit to the edginess and stuff. So that mm -hmm. was kind of the mm -hmm. beginning curation was more, was pretty loose and just setting limits. And then right. we had, you know, some series where it was, you know, you had to have be all hand drawn or um, it might have a certain theme. And we also had other, you know, curation limits we instituted, like people went really nuts on the low issuance thing, because that wasn't a thing at the beginning, the like one of one or only making five or whatever. That wasn't a thing right. at the very beginning. 
Uh, and then once it, it kind of became a trend in the community, because one when one of them would sell, one of them sold it, you know, one of my auctions for like a hundred bucks, let's say, and then people would go insane, and then everybody wanted to make low issuance. Uh, mm. <laughs> and then, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. then when UFO Pepe came out, which is an animated gift, and everybody, me included, were like, "Oh shit, why didn't we think of that? We need to all make animated uh, gift ones." And then that became a thing. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Then we said, okay, like, you know, the next, the next series, you have to have at least 300 or, and then mm -hmm. people went nuts the other way and started making ones with like 5 billion trillion and then um, <laughs> like trying to make, and then we said, okay, that's cool. But now the next one has to be between, you know, 500 and 10,000 or, or, you know, just mm -hmm. like kind of constraints, but it would change on each series. Uh, some of the rights, it would depend. So those are some example right. community community building and maintaining telegram is is really it sounds easy or or um kind of low level but it's it's really a thankless job and um it's really important and it's really hard because there's totally. always someone you always are going to have to kick someone out eventually and right. it's always going to cause a problem or you're going to yeah. have to put a limit on what can be promoted or, or linked to and all that stuff. Cause people yeah. do self-promotion and yeah, for sure. Right. You know, so that was part of the whole scientist thing is kind of, you know, maintaining the community, um, you know, that kind of thing. So that's basically yeah. it boils down to what the, what the scientists get. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds like tongue in cheek to it for to a certain extent, and I and I and and like you said, like the beginning of these NFTs were somewhat were, were kind of oh very it was very you know, that you were just it still is it still yeah. is yeah the rare but, based but, scientists I mean it's tongue in very tongue in cheek. It keeps like a loose edge, but but it, it serves a real purpose. I mean, it serves oh, yeah. a, you know you're serving the purpose of self governance. You know, it's you're banding together and saying you know this is okay. So you know you're not reprimanding somebody. Okay, you made eight five hundred billion million. Okay, whatever. You know that's fine. So that's cool. You did that. So in the next one, let's do this. So it's it's not this like super strict like law. You know that you know somebody's putting in that's you know it's an edict that you're issuing it's just mm -hmm. that you guys were banding together and and uh and then you know the other thing that i i noticed it i i've noticed in other discords that same model oh you're good at uh talking you're good at video you're good at writing you're good at dev you're good at this okay cool let's come together and let's and let's build something and, th and that's an interesting concept i think that that uh that what you did there um, you know, is mirrored today, you know, with NFT projects, but is actually a really interesting uh, way to go about running a company. Um, you know, it's that uh, you come together, you say, okay, you're good at this, you're good at this, you're good at this, you're good at this. Everybody go do your job and go go fill what you need to do and contribute what you need to contribute, you know. So I, I think there's a lot there as, as tongue-in-cheek and, and you needed it to serve a purpose for the self-governance so things didn't go out of out of hand, but it, it does sort of look like, you know, some really inspiring roots of uh, business models or business or, or, or structured practices or, or, or practices of structuring, you know, things like that. So yeah, it, yeah it's, sure. it's, it's interesting. Yes. It's, yeah. it's also, you know, it seems, yeah. Well, well, there are, there were parts of it that, that were strict and they're still strict today. And it's, that's what's mm. fun. That's what's um, ironic, but it's, you kind of, 
you don't kind of, you need it because otherwise there's no structure. And uh, yeah. so what happened with well, the strict part was um, you can't, um, you couldn't post a picture of your rare Pepe in the chat before it was accepted into the directory. And there's a few reasons for that. Um, the first reason is someone could grab it and use it for something else before right. it was it was accepted in the other one. The other one is just kind of like to avoid any mix-ups with so-called fake rares. So fake rare is what we called um, anything that wasn't in the directory. And anything that wasn't in the directory was not allowed to be posted in the chat and still isn't till today. Now there are, there have been some disputes and on go for uh, historically and, and, and recently um, about that. Um, but I think it's a good way to do it and you have to draw the line somewhere. Now there's a real funny story um, about the whole fake rare thing. Um, now, the story is that, you know, there is a lot, uh, I told the beginning of the Bitcoin talk thread, and there were the first so-called fake rares made then. And now, recently, uh, you know, one of the scientists um, banned a community member because they were posting fake rares. Like, basically, they were self, you know, he was of the opinion that he was self-promoting too much was making new mm. assets and, and and promoting them and because since the directory is closed you know the rare pepe directory it's kind of limited to what you can talk well it's not it's yeah it's limited to that historical collection sure. let's say right so and there was kind of like a beef and whatever they made up or whatever but you know skrilla that got banned he made he went off and then was and then made now you know, fake rare directory and it's, and it's really mm -hmm. taking off and it's using the same model. It's the same, it's the same model where in the sense, you know, there's a group of curators, scientists or fake scientists maybe, uh, mm -hmm. and it's community driven in that there's not just one artist. So you submit to the directory and that makes a situation mm -hmm. where there's a lot of different people participating and there's a directory and there's a wallet. That's the whole, so it's a basically, you know, carbon copy, but just different art. And it does have, right. you know, rare Pepe's, but it has other stuff. And they're doing, you know, really cool musical stuff. But what's funny is um, it's the tragedy of the commons again. Because then the fake rare uh, Telegram channel has to ban people for talking about stuff that's not in the fake rare directory. Because... So, Otherwise, right. that gets wild, and then everyone just self-promotes all their stuff. And I even, and right away when the whole beef happened, I registered the asset uh, bootleg fake, and then I made, I've made a bootleg fake of, you know, two of their main cards. Like, so it's like <laughs> fake of a fake, you know, and like, it's just a remix. It's like a copy, but it's remix. Yeah, right. So some of the, right. and some of the Rare Pepe community took offense to the whole fake rare thing at the beginning, especially because some of the beginning cards are like, so for example, the fake Emoto is, you know, a real, you know, it takes the, uh, the OG 
um, Nakamoto, and it's you know just like it ha- he's like smoking a joint and like uh, it's a remix. You know, it's a parody, right, right. parody remix right. of it. And you know, people right. were like, "Oh man, that's like you know, um, uh, it's it's kind of like inflation, sort of. You know, it's like uh, and like it's too much or whatever." But right, you know, whatever. I I never I didn't think that people. So people have thought it's so funny. And it was it's such a touchy. It's a, interesting how touchy of a topic it was. But I just think it's ironic because in the end. Uh, the fake career community is going to have to do, which they already have done from what I understand. I just don't have enough time to hang out there as much as I'd like uh, right. to uh, implement really strict rules about, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just really, it's really double funny tongue in cheek that yeah. it's not in the fake rare directory then uh, and, and right. you start talking about it, then you'll get kicked too probably. So, the fake fake rare directory the fake fake, rare. The fake, the fake 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 yeah. yeah 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 there's the fake yeah. fake fake yeah. i i think i think right. it's i think um it could have had a different name but i get but it's kind of funny that's a historic could just be you know whatever new name it didn't have to yeah. be but it's a yeah it does solidify you know it does solidify the uh their their the uh rare pepe and 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 the um you know what you what you all organized so yeah. It, it, you know, uh, mimicry is 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 the highest compliment or whatever they say. So something something to that effect. I mean, yeah, and and it, it was same, so good that we copied it. Well, yeah. Well, it's also some of the same people. It's some of the same community right. members right, that right. were doing rare Pepe. So it's they're even copying it. themselves. So it's not Got like, it, yeah. you know. And I think that's good. That's that's the point. It's not yeah. owned yeah. by the scientists. And right. I hope people don't, you know, there definitely were during when the director was open beefs in the sense of people kind of felt like that because mm-hmm. either they couldn't get either their, their rep Pepe got rejected. Um, could be a lot of reasons or they were of the feeling that the, um, submissions were not being processed fast enough. <laughs> um, those are probably the two things <laughs> um, that, like, yeah. Well, people people have short attention spans. People want to make have their thing and they want to make money, and I get it. But you know, they want right. they want right. to sell. Right. And you have right. to imagine back then they were selling for hundreds, but people and people right. were going nuts. So right. Um, so I get that, and I'm sure, and that's what's going. And I've seen. From what I've seen, that's the same thing going on in the fake rare directory too. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just, it's an ongoing process for people, any community to right. to govern the community, um, right. to figure out how to do it. It's a, it's an ongoing process for any, for any, right. any community yeah. and kind of setting these yeah. fundamental rules or fundamental blocks is a good way right. to do it. Right. Um, right. And the reason that uh, the reasons it's hard is because of the level of participation, because in both right. of the uh, rare Pepe and the fake rare scientists in both instances have their hands full because um, there's a lot of different people that have artwork in the directory. And that's a lot of different people. They all think they all come from different parts of the world. They're all 
in different time zones, they have different styles, they have different ways of talking. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah. uh, and um, I'm just kind of going off on a rant here, but but yes, no, I will I will continue. But another really cool thing, as far as related to community, I think the scientists and community are really related. But uh, yesterday right. we did a. Uh, Twitter Spaces, Mint Gold Dust Twitter Spaces, um, and I interviewed Shannon Code from Emblem Vault, and it was a really good talk. And that his technology or their technology that they built with the Emblem Vaults, um, it allows you to put a Bitcoin, an asset like let's say a counterparty asset that's on Bitcoin to make, put it in an Emblem Vault and trade it on Ethereum, or you can. Or, or on Matic. And in the future, you can, we'll be able to do the opposite and be able to even trade an Ethereum asset on Bitcoin, which is really time warp crazy shit. But I was telling him, um, it's, and he was set, he said something like, yeah, that's our ultimate goal to have, you know, to join all the blockchains. And I was like, well, you know, that's actually in some ways with the community, that's what's what his technology has done because in these channels in these telegram chats communities i've seen more people that you know rare pepe and these and in nfts in general but especially counterparty because it's on bitcoin it's old and the interest grew on that but then and the people that were already into to counterparty so if they're like ah oh, yeah you finally found us cool Great, welcome. That's cool. We know you're there, and people would ask questions like, "Well, how do I get it to work? Where do I buy it? Why is this so hard to do?" And we're like, "It's not hard. We've been doing this for years." And you're like, "The UX UI is shit." And we're like, "Well, yeah, it's fucking five years old. It hasn't changed. You're right. It is shit, but it works. Use it. It's fine. Just you know, get over. It's not. It's not MetaMask. You'll have to mm -hmm. use a new program. You're only used to using." A browser and MetaMask, and that's it. I asked. I said, "You're used to just using MetaMask and OpenSea, right?" And they're like, "Yes." Mm -hmm. I said, "That's great. There's actually other stuff out there. Try this." But so you had people from they're basically Ethereum-only users for the first time using Bitcoin. Why not to mm -hmm. use Bitcoin digital gold to get the rare Pepe's? And then you had mm -hmm. people, and then the counterpart of people were like, "Whoa, shit." How do I, you mean I can sell this on OpenSea if I just use this vault and I can, you know, get a huge price for it in comparison to just selling it into the Bitcoin community only on the Bitcoin tools? And they're like, hell yeah, let me get on that. And so people mm -hmm. made vaults on Ethereum. So Bitcoin and some of those uh, users would never touch Ethereum, had, had never touched it and wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole for any re could be ideological could be also technically have no no reason to fuck with it they're like oh, bitcoin that's what they get that's what they do but this whole thing the way the communities are they're they're about the art and the in the in the collecting and the in the in the connecting of all those people it worked totally. It was no problem. People were like, okay, this is how you do a vault. Okay, we're going to do the vault on this chain. So I've seen more people, you know, these emblem vaults and the whole NFT thing, and especially um, Rare Pepe, has united more people 
that were only ETH or only Bitcoin that are now mm. at least using them than I've ever seen in my whole crypto experience. And that's, that's a long time. You know, the, right. the other thing that I've seen do that is um, gambling, is sports betting and gambling. Because if you have to use sportsbook only takes Bitcoin, you'll get Bitcoin and you'll use Bitcoin. And I've seen a lot of guys that were into sports betting that had nothing to do with crypto, but they were like, okay, great, let's do this shit. And that's how they got into crypto or that's how they got into maybe another, you know what I mean? That led them down the rabbit hole yeah. with that. But besides, besides that, I haven't seen anything yeah. like this where it just like gets people to use different technology um, that they normally would say, no, I'm not gonna use that. I have no reason to use it. Right, and I thought right. that was it's really really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, connecting the Tower of Babel. You know, mm -hmm. you're 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 pulling everybody together. You know, those two concepts that 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 it's sort of it's being experimented now within the, that community is one self governance and two actually drawing everybody together in a uh, in a um, connected way that's universal. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's the bigger sort of more metaphysical thing, um, but uh, yeah. but I, I can see that you know expand that I can see that happening. So yeah, it's it's pretty amazing if you you know we don't see it, or, and I don't see it because we're too much on the one minute tick a lot of the time. You don't always see all this stuff, but being in New York and then. Uh, I was in Manchester recently and just thinking about a few things going on this, that year is coming to an end and uh, it's been a crazy year and, um, <laughs> and it just kind of, yeah, a lot of these, and then talking to Shannon yesterday, I was realizing, man, that's, it's really amazing how that little bridge of a technology, that vault really, it sounds like an easy thing, but it's, it really, I, we talked for an hour, but I couldn't, it could have been, we still just scratched the surface of what it means, sort of. And we're still figuring out, yeah. actually, I think we're still figuring out how to how to use it. He didn't think the first use would, he knew about collectibles and all that, that would be used for that. But he was surprised that it's the number one use case now. Uh, mm -hmm. It would, we thought probably more would be like financial kind of stuff, because you can also stuff like tokens from Bitcoin and tokens from Tezos into the vault and then trade it on Ethereum, for example. Mm -hmm. So that would be like a right. combined, like a box, like a kind of like mm -hmm. a mini mutual fund in a box that's an NFT right. and you can like move yeah. it around. And, uh, but like yeah. people are not really doing that. They're just trading pictures of cats and frogs more like collect on there, on there and, uh, and music. There's some mm -hmm. music stuff in there too. Uh, but anyway, I think that that has really changed um, community um, on in the NFT, in, the, in all the NFT communities, I think you know about Emblem Vaults now. And mm -hmm. I think it really has, you know, it used to be when Rare Pepe started, it was more confrontational. No, Ethereum is bad, it's against Bitcoin. Um, in 2017, there were, in 2017, CryptoPunks launched, Data mm -hmm. launched, um, CryptoKitties launched. Um, that was pretty much it. I mean, 
you know, there'll be people in the comments. Oh yeah, Curio cards launched. But um, so I don't think people really get that it was it was kind of different. It was kind of like, oh, okay, well you're gonna launch that on Ethereum. Mm -hmm. Kind of like think, oh, well, you're well. Anyway, the the a lot of the energy did go to Ethereum for art stuff. Um, right. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, CryptoKitties basically shut down the Ethereum network for a while. If people, I don't know if people realize that, but uh, it was so popular that you couldn't do well. The ex transactions were not expensive as they are now, but um, they got real expensive during the height mm -hmm. of the whole CryptoKitties thing. So right. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, uh, that's a good stopping place. I mean, yeah. um, leaves them, leaves them wanting more, but, uh, yes. but also that yes. is a, it's, it's, it's really, um, it's a great broad stroke. And, uh, and I think people listening as they participate in the, in their personal NFT communities, are able to link back and, and and if they didn't know about that you know it's they should know about it sure yeah yeah we're just doing history uh, yeah we're doing yeah. history it's good yeah. to talk you know i've told these yeah. stories a lot of times but it's good to tell them again and uh yeah. we need to preserve the stories uh, there are a lot yeah, of we're stories. preserving the yeah we're preserving the oral history of uh of what happened yeah. that might not necessarily be transcribed or if it is trans i i mean in written word and if it is transcribed it could be manipulated it could be changed so if okay. if we uh use this medium to record these stories the then we control the oral history and perhaps set an example for not just this crypto nft community but every community um yeah you know, to start to well it's to already it already ha it already happened because mm -hmm. and i'm even tired of talking about it because there's all these stories that have come mm -hmm. out in print that say, you know, CryptoPunks is the first NFT ever, but it's not really, mm -hmm. but that happened a lot. Right. But a lot of that is right. just laziness and not knowing or people, or I won't say who, but people like unwilling to correct people. They're not really like, they're not really lying, but they're not mm -hmm. saying, they're not making a big mm -hmm. statement saying, no, right. that's not true. So hold on, now, let me let me write this wrong. Yeah, that's what you say. It, it, it changed it changed this year. Actually, there are some things that did happen. So I will say that. But uh, it's a it's an agonizing thing, let's say when you see you feel really like the old man because you see people say stuff and you're like, that's not true but you just it's kind of it's just tiresome to say that's not true this one is first and i'm not i'm not meaning like it's better or whatever i'm just saying you know what like it's just not true what you're saying right but then it comes off right. as you know oh yeah but you just want your thing to go up and that it's the narrative and well they're technically right. um you know this is the first one on ethereum or technically uh whatever and um it's not really about that it's just about um that it's been told wrong um and incorrectly a lot and it's dangerous but i think this year it's over actually it's been told correctly right. a lot better mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and i'm surprised to be honest yeah it's actually uh it's actually worked. 
Um, people have learned a lot about NFT history, crypto history this year. And um, I will put the final ending <laughs> in saying that uh, that's one important thing NFTs do. There really, really are documents of history. Mint gold dust. Mint gold.